Hi there, listener. You're about to experience Tadpog. Tyler and Dave play old games, and there will be plenty of game talk, but also copious amounts of crude, off-color, offensive, and immature speech. So if you are of a rather sensitive humor constitution, we're just letting you know what you're in for with this show. It has games. It has jokes. You know, just games and jokes. Take the games, take the jokes, and have a good time. Hello, Internet, and welcome to another Tadpog podcast. It's a show that happens twice a week. We're two toasty boys. Toastiest. Well, I guess toasty implies a dry heat, so two sultry boys. Sweltering. Sweltering sweltering boys. boys. Talk about old games. So what's wrong with your air conditioner? The fan just (laughs) yesterday was just like, nope, just burn up. Like you could have fried an egg on the top of my AC unit out there. It was hot. When you went out to check on it, did you see a small blue hedgehog scurry away (laughs) as like two rabbits came out of your AC unit? I tried to grab them and (laughs) them back in. It did not work. Uh, so today, we talked about last week, today we're going to uh, do the game that's the namesake of our uh, cover art. Yeah, I'm glad you brought that up, because <laughs> it's on my list of things to at least mention. Because uh, I feel like uh, we've gotten a little bit of, uh, I wouldn't call it grief, but mm-hmm. a few inquiries as to when are you going to do the game that you based your artwork <laughs> off mm-hmm. of. Come on, you're like, on your fourth year, it's probably time. <laughs> it's time. So today we're doing the first Sonic the Hedgehog. Yes. The real Sonic the Hedgehog. The real Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> Before all that, I'm your beard host, Tyler. And yeah, yeah, my AC's gone. Mm-hmm. Last night I noticed it when it was 84 in my house and it was set to 70. That's a problem. Man, nothing scares me more than it's like I'll be sitting in the house and I will realize that I am uncomfortable. <laughs> And like I'll stand up and I must look like a meerkat or something who's like standing up on his hind legs, like looking out of a hole in the ground, like, whoa, wait, what? This isn't supposed to be. And then I'll go in the living room and I'll ask Nikki, hey, um, did you turn the air off? And she'll always be like, no. And then I, my mind will reel. It's like the no. the cosmic horrors of the universe have been revealed to me. I just cannot deal with it. And oh, man. I usually just go around and it's like, I don't know, flip breakers. And then I'll go out to the air conditioner <laughs> unit and there's like this gigantic electrical su- plug that I'm sure I should not be pulling in and out. <laughs> but I do that and then I come back in and check the thermostat. Because I know you are about as hot, hot natured as I am. Yeah. We'd like it to be chilly. Yeah. So, man. And as important that as that is to me, I have lived in my fair share of like shittily air-conditioned apartments. Oh, yeah, with, like, the window units that oh, man. do not work. There are some window units that work, but not in apartments Never that ones we rent that you in rent. our 20s. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah exactly, because that horrible, horrible $100 a month apartment that Jacob and I shared was the worst. Yeah. Because it had one unit by the door and then nothing in the whole rest of the house. So, like, you might be okay in the living room, but in both bedrooms, no fucking way. Your landlord no was way. like... 
you're close to Dairy Queen. You're fine. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I God, we got into it so many times. Like he finally replaced my unit, uh, but it still didn't help. Because like Jacob lived in that apartment for a year first, so he got the room with the window that had a small air conditioner in it. So Jacob was set. Yeah. I moved in after the fact and got the other bedroom, the windowless, hot like judgment judgment house hell room <laughs> cave. That was just. Oh my God! It was so. It was always just blisteringly hot. In Did there. you hear your name read every night? <laughs> <laughs> Lord, I laid me down to sleep. <laughs> Tyler Holland. Yeah. Oh man, that place. And then in in D.C. Uh, when I lived there, the electric was included in the bill. Okay, so awesome. Use it up. But the <laughs> complex controls the heat and air. Oh, what? Yeah, so they determined like when you, they either, they turned it on and turned it off. Yeah, I'd rather pay for it, honestly. I would too, because they did not turn it on until it was late August every year. Ooh. So there, were, there was a period of three weeks where it was just like 90 outside. Yeah. No one, no one but the office had air conditioning. It was terrible. Terrible. Guys, can you turn on the AC? No, we're good. No, it's comfortable here where we work. <laughs> well, toward the end, when people were getting pregnant by the end of graduation, yeah. like they sort of had a set-in where they would all just go sit in the office because they were so uncomfortable, and the complex just would not turn it on yeah. until like like a certain time or certain heat conditions were met that they had to turn it on. Do you think they were just lonely in the office? They just wanted <laughs> That's visitors? That's what they would do. Yeah. Like, they didn't oh. have that free DVD stand where you can come mm. borrow DVDs, so maybe. <laughs> I sure wish some pregnant ladies would come visit with us. <laughs> yeah. Some just angry, tank-topped pregnant ladies just coming in here to s- and set crisscross applesauce style and complain. Come on, you can come in and borrow our uh, DVD copy of uh, Nutty Professor. It's fine. <laughs> we'll all have watch you seen it. Flubber? Come on. <laughs> Pluto Nash, we got it. <laughs> <laughs> we we know how much you, you you young people love Eddie Murphy. <laughs> Don't even worry about it. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> we've got the whole the the best of Eddie Murphy, Osmosis Jones. <laughs> it's, it's all good. <laughs> oh, Osmosis Jones! I remember seeing ads for that in comic books that I read <laughs> in high school. Oh, so it's yeah. Last night I slept okay. It was eighty. But it was okay. I've, I've the hell cave conditioned me to sleep in worse. Yeah. But oh man, that's my number one most like hated thing is just being really hot when I'm trying to go to sleep. Mm-hmm. That's sleep is elusive to me enough as it is. Yeah, I was about to say this uh, makes you roll for sleep with disadvantage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. Oh, I guess that's what I got. Talk about air conditioning. All right, that's pretty good. I like it. It's solid. That's a solid Tyler move. I like I like talking about air conditioning. It really grinds my gears. Yeah. No, I get it, man. I do. Like I said, I freak out when the AC is not doing what it's Ooh. supposed to do. Um, what's up, Internet? I am Dave. I am your bespectacled host. Um, I am still going strong on the Final Fantasy XIV. I want to invite anybody out there listening <laughs> uh, to come and join. Uh, we've got this, like podcast union thing kind of going on between the hosts of uh hops and heroes drew and bailey and then of course um uh, of course we've got from kyle from the experience grind podcast and then we've got some listeners uh and some folks from uh the gamers legion facebook page Mm. so it's been pretty neat it's been more active than i expected it to be um of course i cannot forget 
um, Ruby Baron Paul Cluel mm-hmm. uh, from Loaded Cart Podcast. He also plays. So if you know any of these people I'm talking about, if you listen to their shows or if, hell, if you're listening to this now and you're like, I really enjoy that air conditioning story. <laughs> maybe there'll be more stuff like that. In- I like Adam Levine and air conditioning. Oh, it's great. It's got both the, both things that I love. <laughs> I'm so easy to shop for for Christmas. I just get um, an Adam Levine air conditioner wrap every year. It's just like you just throw it on top of the air conditioning unit and he dances around. It's fun. Yeah, the Adam Levine uh, arm flailing inflatable tube. Exactly. Man. It's great. And it's also great if you want to put a whole bunch of cars on your yard and sell them. Because uh, who doesn't trust Adam Levine? I'd buy a car from them. You know, and you install the voice chairs in your front yard. Yeah. cars drive by, they all turn around. It's great. I call that my Christina Aguilera trap. <laughs> <laughs> I kiss her anywhere. Yes. <laughs> so I'm doing that still. I wanted to remind everybody. Um, if you want to, if you want to join us, if you play already, uh, we are on Co Earl. I don't know how to pronounce the server name. Cool. Claire. The Whisker Cat from the Final Fantasy series. <laughs> You'll know it when you see it. Um, so, yeah, look me up. I'm GoGoZan, RaRaZan. Um, link to that will be in the show notes. Uh, but I mentioned that because, Tyler, I thought of you when I was playing uh, because we encountered, when we played Final Fantasy XI together, we encountered some people with some. Uh, pretty questionable names, mm-hmm. uh, which we've mentioned on this show and before. Morals and tastes and judgment and Tiggle Biddies was one of them that we saw. Standards frequently. Who was the who I farted? I farted. Yeah, I farted was the name oh, of another character. Oh God! Well, I remembered you, Tyler, and I remembered our glory days on Final Fantasy mm-hmm. Eleven. Your glory days, really. I don't think I ever got a character over like forty. I ran into. I was running a group. I was in a dungeon, and our tank was named. Lizard waifu. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. See how do you how do you do that and you're just cool with it? How I don't get it. I don't I know. Don't I don't. I laughed, but see that's the kind of thing where it's like I'll laugh at it, but it's like I don't want to live with that name. Yeah, yeah. What if you like he was in your guild and you log in every day? There he is. There he is. Here he comes. Oh, Can you just log gonna... into a mule or something, please. Just no something. No. Um, so I'm still doing that. I wanted to share that with you. Um, I've also got a couple of, uh, we done goofed segments. I have two to talk about, um, back on our out to lunch episode, Tyler, Mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. we took a voicemail from one pinball archmage, Chris Edler, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. uh, who mentioned that Phil started the Tadfog wiki. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, to my knowledge, that's what happened. I don't know. Maybe one of us said it. I don't know. I'm basing this on Facebook comments because there was a a large thread on the on the episode <laughs> comments about like the murky history of the Tadbog Wiki because it's like no one really knows. Like it's like lost to lost to time. <laughs> but we think that it was Impresario Tony's idea. Okay. And then that Troubadour Sam. Uh, is yeah. that correct? Troubadour Sam Troubadour of Megalixer fame mm-hmm. uh, set up the wiki. So set the record straight. Uh, Chris says that he accepts all blame for the inaccuracies <laughs> uh, that occurred on that episode. Um, also, uh, the Would You Rather text message that I read on the Emily is Away episode uh, was not Exalted Lord Mike of Purdue. Um, I think I just said that because I'm used to would you rather's from him. Yeah. That's kind of his thing, you know? So when someone else does it, I encourage it. Let's bring it on. I like it. 
But when someone else does it, it throws me off. I'll automatically go into the, hello, gentlemen. So, yeah, because he was the trailblazer. Yeah. He was the Clyde, he, he was the Clyde Drexler. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. and, there you go. Phil Hawkins will appreciate that good Portland trailblazer <laughs> basketball <laughs> joke. So he was, um, yeah, he was there first. He was doing it first. So um, whenever you send in your would you rathers, listeners, just please do it in honor of exalted Lord mm-hmm. Micah Purdue, mm-hmm. one of our earliest non-friend supporters. Our like, first. Like, this was, yeah, he was the guy who was like, I don't know you, but I like the show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's true. Um, that's all I've got, Tyler. That's all I've got. All right. Mm, I think we should talk about Sanic. Sanic? Sanic the hard hogs. <laughs> Please, <laughs> let's do that. This changes all the notes that I made, but that's fine. I'm, I'm all for it. Shit, we're playing Sarnic? <laughs> do you hear that, Dave? I do hear that. It's just us suffering. Yeah. <sighs> Sounds like a sad, sticky. Just have to breathe train. like the 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 mother from Throw Mom from the Train. Ooh. Whenever yeah. she uh, corrects Billy Trist Billy Crystal mm-hmm. Billy Crystal with the How do you say a night was both hot and damp and it was sultry. <laughs> the night was sultry. <laughs> I do hear that. Throw the mama. Throw Mama from the Train Train, <laughs> which, of course, ushers in a segment uh, that we like to call Dave Reads Wikipedia. Okay, guys. Sonic the Hedgehog, parentheses, 1991 video game. Are you ready? Are you ready for the racism that's about to occur on our show? <laughs> Are you prepared? I'm always ready. Okay, great. I feel like we always bring our racism <laughs> pretty hard. I'm bringing, I'm bringing the game real hard today because there's no way that I can say this thing without sounding um, insensitive to Japanese people. So here we oh, go. Yeah, yeah. Sonic the Hedgehog, or as it's known in Japan, Sonicu za Hedgehogu, <laughs> is a platform video game developed by Sonic Team and published by Sega for the Sega Genesis console. I believe we've touched on this in the past. I have heard other people say Sega. Well, I mean, I've always said Sega. Yeah, because that's the way whenever you turned it on. Sega. Sega. It doesn't yeah. say Sega. That's a good harmony there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but when you play the demon version, when you turn on your demon game gear, it says both, it overlays both of them on top of one another. Because I think the other one, because you get that Sega. Yeah. So. So anyway, it's for the Sega Genesis is what I'm trying to get at. Uh, the game was released in North America, Europe, and Australia on June 23rd, 1991. Uh, And it was released in Japan the following month. Uh, The game features an anthropomorphic hedgehog, you know we love those, Mm -hmm. named Sonic in a quest to defeat Dr. Robotnik, a scientist who has imprisoned animals in robots and stolen the magical chaos emeralds. Uh, Sonic... Wait, wait, so there's no reason that the animals are in there other than they're prisoners? Um, he has imprisoned them inside these. Mm. He's essentially made them into his own combat slaves, I feel like. Because I always assumed that they were the power sources for the robots. I would assume that, too. Yeah. I mean, Unless that makes sense. he was just sense. being a real jerk and just putting birds in robots just to keep them out. Just keep them out, you know. Well, we don't even know why he... Because why is he imprisoning the animals at the end of each stage? You mm-hmm. know, Sonic jumps on the giant cont- animal containment unit. And they just come pouring out like uh, they just got off the ark or something. Yeah, you're right. 
So I don't know. Are those just like replacement batteries that he slams inside these robots? <laughs> and there's no easy way to get them out one at a time. No, it's like you it's just a, it's just a one big yellow button on the top. <laughs> That's how this works. Also, we're going to make it so like you don't have to authenticate or anything. Yeah, just, just anyone who steps on this thing is going to release it, if all If it hails hard enough, I know, they're all free. Yeah. <laughs> In the autumn, sometimes a leaf or something blows on it. Oh, I got to start this process all over again. Do you think he chose rabbits because they reproduce rapidly? He felt like they had like he had an endless supply of robot batteries that he could just yeah, birds jam. Are, birds inside. and rabbits. Yeah, you don't see like what elephants. I think elephants have the longest, Giraffes. longer gestation of any animals. A walrus, probably. <laughs> <laughs> Tyler and Dave talk about the logistics of Dr. Robotnik's animal-powered robots. That's what this show is founded on. <laughs> I'm, I'm getting a real, like, classic mm. Ultimate Mortal Kombat 3 vibe that I can just <laughs> chew on for the next 20 minutes. Remember when we used to do that with games or there wasn't much to talk about? As opposed just talk about, talk about <laughs> yeah. the games? Man, yeah, that's a long time ago. As opposed to us talking about a game for 15 minutes. <laughs> talking about our like... dicks and assholes. We actually talked about the game. Yeah, that's weird. <laughs> It was a simpler time then. <laughs> so, so okay, Dr. Robotnik, he took all these animals, he crammed them up in his robots, um, and then he uh, stole all the magical chaos emeralds. So Sonic the Hedgehog's gameplay involves collecting rings as a form of health and a simple control scheme with jumping and attacking controlled by a single button. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, would you like me to go into the, like the little bit of the history, or nah. you want to call it? That's that's, that's the first I'm one. Sufficiently bored. All right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I didn't realize how little I'd played of the original Sonic until until brushing up and stuff. Now, how much had you played? I think f- maybe to Labyrinth World. That's or Labyrinth Zone. That's pretty. That's about halfway through the game. Yeah. Like as a kid playing it, I think that's as far as I got because this is. Uh, this is a difficult game, I think. Like, and, mm-hmm. and it might not be a difficult game for someone who owned a Genesis and like played a lot of Sonic games. Um, we've talked about this before on the show. I was an SNES kid, yep. and I know you were an SNES kid, I, yeah. and it was very much like when I was in middle school. That was like two tribes. It's, yeah. it's like the SNES kids and then the others that were on the opposite side of the island. <laughs> and it's like every now and then you. Sonic. <laughs> <laughs> Every now and then, you'd run across some guy holed up in a Dharma Initiative bunker who had both. <laughs> <laughs> who are you? You're too rich to live in Kentucky. Go. No. <laughs> so because of my lack of a Genesis, the only time I got to play this game was when I would go over to a friend's house. When I go over to one of the mm. others... Yeah. Uh, huts and uh, <laughs> we would play Genesis and like Sonic is always what I wanted to play because I felt like that was a good comparison like in my mind in my kid brain what I needed to do was play Sonic compare it against Super Mario World and see if I made the right choice getting a Super Nintendo over Genesis mm. I think we both did it's tough right it's a tough call because it's all it's just a matter of preference I yeah. think I I think that um and maybe we should get into this later, but I do think that Super Mario World is a better crafted game. I completely agree. Um, but they... <laughs> that, I mean, that that is to say that 
Sonic is the first Sonic, and Mario World is the fourth Mario. Right, exactly. So I mean, it's not it's it's not a fair comparison. Yeah, and but and that's also um, another thing about it is they're both platformers, and they're both on sixteen bit consoles. But I think beyond that, like I think they branch off um, in I, yeah, crazy different directions. It almost feels weird to call Sonic a platformer to me. Because I feel like if you're not going fast, the actual like platform elements are bad. Well, it's weird, right? Because I here's what I experienced in Sonic in this as a kid and as an adult when I replayed this game. I want to go fast because yeah, I feel yeah. like that is it's Sonic. That's you're, awesome. That's like his thing. You go fast, zooming through loop loop the loops and yeah. jumping from stuff. That part is fantastic. It's, yeah, it's fun. It's different. But what I found myself doing is stopping constantly to pick up rings that I missed Mm -hmm. um, so that I could get 50 rings so that at the end of the stage, I could go to the... um, I could go to the special stage mm-hmm. to try to get one of the Chaos Emeralds. So in order to do that, you have to have 50 rings in your possession when you cross the finish line at the end. Mm. So because of that, I felt like that was really counter to the the speed aspect of the game. You're right. Because I couldn't zip through it because I, f- I constantly had to stop, jump on a spring, grab these eight rings that are perfectly vertically aligned, mm-hmm. and, and then carry on. Yeah, because the, the platforming stuff just... It ruins the flow of Sonic, which has always been my problem with Sonic. My number one gripe, I'll go ahead and throw this out here, with Sonic, because, like, universally, they're pretty much abhorred, and I feel like Sonic brings the worst to the table. Water levels? Water levels. Yeah. Oh, my God. Sonic water levels are the worst iteration of water levels. I have a little bit of trivia for you on that. I don't know if you know this or not. Do you know why? The Sonic water levels are designed the way that they are. No, I can't. No, I can't think of it. To le- make the game longer. <laughs> According to here's my source, Arcade Sushi, Sonic cannot swim due to mistaken information about real hedgehogs. Uh, when they were developing this game, they based they based it on the fact that the hedgehogs can't swim, but hedgehogs can swim. So that's why Sonic can't swim. That's like you know how like in, in Mario oh. level water levels, Mario swims. Sonic his his red sneakers are on the ground the whole time. Because Sonic Sonic has the, the hedgehogs are the most dense of all animals. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's got all those spines, right? That's oh, like armor. Oh my god! Because yeah, we want to be very specific to like actual hedgehogs. Uh-huh. So blue and <laughs> fast, like you know, you know, but yeah, definitely, definitely can't swim. Oh my god! I thought I I knew you were going to talk about the water levels because I I know that's like been a kind of a common theme whenever we've talked about Sonic water levels come up. Uh, so I wanted to make sure to include that factoid. Something else you talking about Sonic being blue? You know what's bugged me about Sonic since I was a kid? Mm-hmm. His eyelids are flesh colored. I feel like his <laughs> eyelids. I feel like his eyelids should be blue, like the rest of his. Yeah, like the rest of his head. I get like his like face bits are flesh colored, but it's weird when he blinks and it's just like it looks like he just two, died. Two balls. Yeah, it's just like two <laughs> flesh colored. Yeah, orbs <laughs> flopping out of his head. Oh man, I never even thought about that. But you're. Right. So that's always been kind of weird to me. Although, because Sonic's first appearance wasn't in this game. Yeah, I heard that. And that's really, like, it was in a 
It's like a, a racing game, right? It was like in a horrible shovelware game. Oh, really? That came out for like the PC. Really? Because like somebody had gotten a like a Sonic prototype before and had played it and then basically copied his character design so it looks just like him and put him in a bullshit shovelware game. It's like a common enemy you just jump really? on. Really? Yeah. Do you know what it was called? I'll have to... Um, I send you a link to the YouTube video where I watched it, where I saw the guy was going through like... Uh, I, I, yeah, because I, I want to talk about it, but I don't want I don't want to be wrong, so I just know that's the case. And then a link, of bef- more information about it can be in the show notes. I remember the game; it was just one of those because you talked about like you would go to the store and there'd be like those five dollar. Oh yeah, shovelware. It, yeah. yeah, it's just one yeah. of the, one of just those a games. Big old bin full of games that did not sell. Yep. So it was like six months or something like that before Sonic came out. I thought you were gonna say um, that his. Because I read that his first appearance was he was an air freshener hanging uh, from like the r- rear view mirror of a car in a racing game. Uh, I can't remember the name uh, of the game. Yeah, I hadn't heard that. Because uh, I haven't played it, but I can look it up and pretend to be super smart. Uh, guys, it was <laughs> Rad Mobile. Look, yeah. at, look at me and my, my bottomless video game knowledge. <laughs> but let's see, everything about... All right, because like I said, I don't want to. I don't want to shit on Sonic because I like Sonic games, and I agree. I also yeah. don't want to do that. Yeah, it's going. It's going to be difficult, I think, to make it sound like I appreciate Cause, Sonic. Yeah, because what glaring errors are very glaring errors, but they're still fun games that I've played a lot of, especially Sonic Two. Yes, I played so much Sonic Two, but just not very much of the first one. But just the water levels in this game are just. Yeah, he can't swim, so it like completely breaks up the whole speed thing. Like, I mean, I get there needs to be platforming elements. I get that, but right? Like, sure. then to throw in that horrible level on top of it of just like not being able to move through the water very effectively. You can't swim. Putting a because Mario doesn't run out of air when he swims, right? Sonic the, does. Sonic does, and that was the most stressful thing as a kid. Is that dun, dun, countdown? Dun, 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 dun. Yeah. Yeah, Five, and just the music four, getting more and more three. intense. Yeah. And then just that... Oh, man. Oh, that killed me as a kid. I um, I honestly didn't have problems with the water levels oh, in, in this game. That, let me, I want to I clarify. In Sonic the Hedgehog 1, I didn't have problems with the water levels. Yeah. I definitely did in Sonic uh, 2 for the Game Gear. I felt like that was like... That game was really the water levels were really tough because there weren't so many bubbles to get air from. I felt like in this game in Sonic the Hedgehog one for Sega Genesis, I felt like it was like, holy shit, I'm in the land of milk and honey because there's air bubbles like every twelve steps. Mm-hmm. So I felt like I could kind so of So why even have them yeah, at the same time? I, I don't know. Well, I mean, it it is kind of cool, like it is, it's kind of neat where it's like, okay, so you have air bubbles and you can kind of treat that as like your base of operations. And then you scout out the rest of the level and you know you can come back to those bubbles. Mm-hmm. I think that's kind of a cool mechanic. I don't think it really fits with this being like a fast paced game. Yeah, not, not at all. Not at all. So that's why I, I think the best, and we're not talking about it, but the best Sonic games are. Well, I can't say the best Sonic game. My personal favorite Sonic game is Sonic Adventure for the Dreamcast. Which I haven't played. 
I, and I know you've you've spoken highly yeah. of Sonic Adventure, but everybody seems to like Sonic Adventure two more, and I don't think that game is nearly as good as Sonic Adventure one. Which one of those games opens up with the SWAT team? Sonic that's Sonic Adventure one, the, the SWAT <laughs> team with the the enemy made of ooze. Yeah, yeah. and there's that I one know. Sonic game. It wasn't supposed to be a Sonic game because the, the people in it look like they're like you're playing a Final Fantasy game, but then like. The, oh God, I can't. I wish I knew what game it was. It's one of the one of the much later Sonics where Sonic basically like makes that with a human girl. Yeah, that was. Um, I don't know if that is Madonna or not, but that was originally Sonic. This game, Sonic One for the Genesis, was going to be Sonic rescuing his girlfriend, his human girlfriend, Madonna. Man, they really, they really wanted to push that. <laughs> And you know what? I'm so glad that that didn't work because I really do. I honestly think that Sonic the Hedgehog for the Sega Genesis is a much more interesting game conceptually and thematically than any of the 8-bit or 16-bit Super Mario Brothers games. Mm -hmm. Um, Because, like, to me, this game is all about man versus nature. Like, that is – and it's like they have a theme – and they stick to it. They do not compromise on that theme um, because it's like you start out in the Green Hills zone and everything is like almost pastoral. It's uh, it's all these like rolling green fields. Everything is natural and beautiful. And as you progress and fight these uh, robotic monstrosities, which are human made, uh, freeing natural animals from their mechanical cages, um, the levels get more and more industrial. Mm-hmm. And That's like true. every every zone is like more industrial than the last. Even like kind of the midpoint, the labyrinth, uh, the labyrinth zone um, is almost like ancient civilization, like ancient human civilization, yeah. which I think is really interesting, which I don't know what the lore is there. I don't know if all the humans are dead, but Robotnik and the only place he can find love is through machines, which he powers <laughs> to the souls of small animals. But I do think it's interesting that it's all about like, it feels like it means something where um, a lot of times, I love Super Mario Brothers games. I, I do. I love them. But a lot of times they don't really seem like they have... Um, a lot of theme to them. Like yeah. the levels are themed as like very literal in a very literal sense where it's like, well, this world is a desert world mm-hmm. and this world is an ice world, but it doesn't really feel like the game is trying to say anything. Yeah. I kind of get the feeling that Sonic is trying to say something about, I can see that about people and about, um, people destroying natural resources yeah. and stuff like that. And that could just be me like, um, projecting that because when I was a kid I and I still am to a certain degree but I'm not nearly as like sensitive about it as I was uh, when I was a kid I was totally uh, like a very Earth Day kind of kid where it's like please let's save the planet kind of deal uh, I told you the story about when I was at McDonald's and asked the cashier if um, their if the the beef was raised on deforested land <laughs> No. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And she just kind of looked at me and then looked at my mom and my mom just like shrugged and she was like, no, they're not. Uh, she Is this get- locally sourced beef, yeah. man? <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, no, no, little boy, don't worry. Uh, we held these cows in murder cages for months. They were not held on <laughs> land at all. Yeah. They were held in international waters so that we could <laughs> bypass all tariffs and animal cruelty laws. <laughs> Middle-earth has a large space station <laughs> full of cows. We'll hit the grinder button, and there's a large tube that just puts the meat paste from space yeah. to a to this pneumatic tube in the back. <laughs> a giant robotic blender arm comes out of the moon. <laughs> <laughs> but this, I mean, Sonic 2 gets a lot right yeah. in far as, as Sonic games go. But Sonic 1, it's it's still... It's good. I feel like it's solid. I enjoy the music, and you're out with the God, level design. The music is great. Because I feel like this thing about like the the Genesis is not as good musically as the Super Nintendo. The sound is just not as good. Technically, right. But yeah, they I mean, have it has that that tinny quality to it. But when they do something that's techno, that works. So when they have something where they pl- where they lean into that, it does really well. Like Streets of Rage, yeah, and Sonic. And then another thing in Sonics is like we talked about the the Sonic logo. Mm-hmm. It's good. It's solid. Like I yeah. think of that. It's memorable. It's it's iconic. Yeah. Yeah. As opposed to like when you say Mario, like it doesn't. Mm. There's not quite the same thing there. I picture Mario in my mind when you say Mario, but like when you say Sonic, I picture Sonic in the logo. Yeah, and he's appearing like giving the thumbs up. And then Tails is in there. Like it right. has it's strong branding in that regard. Yeah. And that Sonic was all about branding, because that's like they needed a mascot character mm-hmm. in the vein of Mario. Because when they replaced, who was it before? Like Alex Kidd, I think, before Sonic? I don't even know. For the Alex, Master Alex, System? Alex Kidd? I, I believe hmm. so. Like, I, I'm reaching it. This is, this is before before my time, because I believe, like, I think Jacob was the one that told me about that. I read that somewhere, too. I looked it up. It was actually um, Alex P. Keaton, is oh, what yeah. you were thinking that's about. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Alex Kidd is a video game character whose popularity peaked during the late 1980s. And then I have to click for more information. It's all behind a paywall. The oh, Alex, Alex Kidd paywall. Because <laughs> I feel like he he was the standard bearer for like the Sega Master System games. Very good, Tyler. I'm impressed. For a time, he was an unofficial mascot of the Sega Corporation. Link in the show notes to this yeah. really funny-looking guy. He kind of <laughs> looks like... He looks... He kind of looks like a lemur, almost. He doesn't look like a kid. Is he supposed to be a kid, or is he supposed to be a lemur? Kid like like goat? <laughs> <laughs> kid goat. Alex goat. Baby, baby goat kid. I love the music. Um, I think that the um, music is one of the most memorable things about Sonic games in general. Um, like the stage clear music, even. Like all like the tiny little tunes... Uh, are uh, super memorable. Uh, the the term earworm sticks in my head because I've heard it like a thousand times on the Crack Podcast. But they are like da 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 da. Like when you finish the stage, like that. Yeah. When I heard that for the first time replaying this game, uh, like I I really felt like the I I got the nostalgia feels. Like, yeah. I mean, like it just washed over my body. Um, when I first turned this on and heard Sega, like, I mean, it was like, it, re- it, it was the closest thing I could have done, like teleport to me in elementary school playing, turning my game gear on, mm-hmm. essentially. It's like, that's how, like, that's how good I felt like their branding push was. Yeah. Um, that Sega 
the 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 Sega in the beginning, mm-hmm. that took up about one eighth of the cartridge space on Sonic the Hedgehog one. Oh. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Wow. It took up more data than some of the levels in that game. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Okay. Yeah. If that gives you any kind of appreciation of like, Yeah, they wanted you to <laughs> Your book is gonna get this. Yeah, look, we are a branding monster. No more unofficial mascots for us. It's just one eighth of our cartridge designated to branding and also Who's the director of marketing marketing and everything like that? Don Draper. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> just lights a cigarette. No. What? <laughs> When you turn on a system, you need to know you know what you're playing for 20 years. You'll come back and you'll know it. That I'd nostalgia, watch that. that's power. I'd watch that. I'd watch video game Don Draper. <laughs> but I love I love the bosses in Sonic. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're all well done. And I think see that's I'm trying to compare in my head. Like they're both sort of stressful situations. But like Mario, so you get a mushroom, you turn small, and you feel that that stress whenever you turn small. Like okay, I can only get hit one you. more time. Yeah. But I feel like Sonic is more stressful because you don't. It gives you more hope because, like, okay, you get hit, you lose all I your got rings. Hit, but I can grab a ring. Grab a ring, you get hit again. Okay, if I can just grab that ring, right. I can keep going. So, like, you're not as stressed in the moment as like when you become small, Mario. Right. But there's like this constant lingering. Oh fuck! 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 Well, that's usually when I die. I usually die when I'm hit. I explode all the rings that I'm carrying, and I'm like, oh, I got to get one. And I'm like, I rush into lava. (laughs) (laughs) So in that regard, like, I like that about Sonic. I think that is good. Like, I mean, fuck the music and the water and that stress, but, like, just the the rings, the the system they use, I I enjoy that. I like it, too. And, like, on paper, it wouldn't sound like it would work as well as it does. Like, oh, you just keep getting getting rings. That's not a big deal. Mm -hmm. Like, I guess it's harder to die, like, in the entirety of the level, but that makes that adds another layer onto a boss battle. Yeah, man, I fucked myself over so many times in this game where I would um, hit a checkpoint, mm-hmm. go fight uh, whatever iteration of Robotnik was appropriate for that stage, uh, die, and then I'd come back with zero rings. Like my, my next life, I'd have zero rings, mm-hmm. and I'd forget that I need to go back a little bit to at least grab one, one ring. Yeah. And then, like, I'd forget about it because I'm like, oh, I'm all mad. I'm going in. We're doing this shit. And I'd rush in. And then, like, I just get, oh, oh I get hit. I'm dead. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Um, I thought the boss, I love the boss fights. I'm glad you brought them up because, like, here's another comparison to Mario. Again, I love Mario games, but bosses in Mario games are extremely repetitive, at least from the era of when I was a, a child. Yeah, no, you're fun. Right. Because, I mean, it, look, let's look at Super Mario Brothers 1. There's essentially one boss, and he just does kind of different... He does the same thing, and but in different you, patterns. you have to either... You don't only have two different ways of killing him every time. Right. So... Um, and then in Super Mario Brothers 2, there were varied bosses, but they got repeated. Yeah, Birdo, um, just pick up the eggs, throw to Birdo. Right. Sure, sometimes it's a piece of... Sometimes it's flame, you can't sure. jump on, but... Then there's Triclide, who gets used several times, and then Mouser, who gets used several times. So, I mean, that's a step up. Uh, and then in Super Mario Brothers 3, you've got the Koopa Kids, 
Um, but they're not really very Jump on their honestly. head three times. Yeah, and I mean, they kind of have like a few different patterns where it's like, mm-hmm. oh, well, this is the kind that whirls on the ground towards you. This is the kind that comes out of pipes. This is the kind that climbs a wall and drops down mm-hmm. on you, like that that kind of thing. Yeah, Mario, Super Mario World did a better job with that. Sure. The environment also changed up as well. Right. So that was better in Mario World, but yeah, the first three Marios were... But even in Mario World, I don't think there was as much variance in boss fights as there is in Sonic, in Sonic the Hedgehog. Because You're right. Out of all the Koopa kids, they usually repeated the same one twice. They have a pattern, right? right. And it's like they double up on that pattern. Two and in the pipe, two that climb the walls, two that, yeah, you're, yeah, you're right. So, I mean, and that's not, I'm not trying to bash Mario games. I love them. And, mm-hmm. I, and I love that they have their own way of doing that, right? But Sonic takes a different approach. And I appreciate that approach because... All the fights are different. The only thing that's the same is you got to hit Robotnik. He's in, in this game, he is in um, like a hovercraft. He's in his hover round. You know, he's a large man. Uh, <laughs> but and, faster than Sonic on foot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. Uh, it's from all those animals that he eats, just raw. <laughs> it gives him his power. Raw vegans are actually faster than most people. <laughs> you know, do that. Well, no, if he's in rabbit, he's not, a, he's not a vegan. So raw, eating like a wolf is actually makes you stronger. <laughs> well, of course, yeah. And if you eat a wolf's brain, you gain all of his knowledge. <laughs> so, uh, and Sonic, I love that the boss fight, you're always fighting Robotnik, but each fight is different. Um, for example, in uh, the first zone, uh, he's got a large ball that he's swinging from a chain it's a pretty easy fight Mm -hmm. Uh, and then the second zone uh he's blasting fire on platforms and you have to jump back and forth from each platform to hit him in the labyrinth zone which is almost all underwater you don't even have to hit him um i beat him just by not drowning (laughs) it became like it became like a um accelerated um platforming segment uh, where the screen just forced scrolled vertically and you got yet to stay uh, afloat. So I think that's really neat. I think it's neat that they changed it up and that each boss fight, I never knew what to expect. Uh, and I, yeah. I, I really give the game props for that. I like that a lot. So did you... I've never beaten Sonic. I don't think I've ever beaten any Genesis Sonic. I've I, seen them beaten, but yeah. I've never done it. I think that Sonic games are... Well, I, I, Sonic games are more difficult for me than Mario games are. Um, and that's not to say that they're harder. It's just maybe I'm not used to that style. Um, yeah, it's like Street Fighter. I mean, playing Mario and Sonic is like playing Street Fighter and Mortal Kombat, where they have their similarities, but... Yeah, they're like their foundation is the same, right? Yeah. But other than that, it's like you have to kind of get used to how the system works. Um, I got pretty far, but I did not beat the game. I got so much farther than I did as a kid, so much farther. Because uh, I had, I when I was a kid, I would go over to a friend's house, um, like in fifth grade, and I would struggle on uh, Doctor Robotnik on the Green Hill Zone first, first zone Mm -hmm. i would struggle against robotnik so um when i got to the second zone as an adult i was like all right suck it kid (laughs) (laughs) yeah you suck it yeah yeah (laughs) come get in my van (laughs) past me it's not weird it's not weird you're me (laughs) (laughs) what's weird is i remember being a kid and a dude told me that and i was like i don't know about all that I don't want a Subway sandwich. No, no. I'm fine. No, thank you. 
Um, I didn't beat it, unfortunately. I got pretty close. I got like one stage away. And That's I think better than I've ever done. I think that I could. It's just the continues in this game are very sparse. The only time yeah. I ever got a continue is when I uh, completed a um, a bonus stage and got a Chaos Emerald. That's the only time I ever uh, got a continue. Cause, and you had to get the good ending? You have to get all the Chaos Emeralds? You do have... There are two different endings. Um, in my opinion, and I've watched them because I wanted to be able to talk about them on this mm-hmm. on this show. Um, they're, they are not very different. Um, like it's, they're so, the differences are so small that I wouldn't even bother trying to get the chaos emeralds just for an ending. Like if you're going to go in, go in for a continue, don't go in for the ending because the, the way the bad ending is Sonic frees all the animals from Robotnik's lab. He's running with them and then they all stop and just kind of like. Sonic just crosses his arms and does his idle animation mm-hmm. and, and looks at the screen, and then everyone's happy, and the game's over. So that's the bad ending. The good ending is exactly the same, except when he stops in the middle of the screen, uh, he looks surprised, and he holds his hands out, and the Chaos Emeralds swirl from his hands onto the screen, mm. and they just swirl and swirl, and there's a bright flash of light, and then there's flowers in the background, and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> Because I know at least in like Sonic 3, maybe, that like he becomes supersonic when he yeah, collects all the chaos in him. That is not, there is no supersonic in Sonic the Hedgehog 1, um, which I'm okay with because supersonic is a little. You didn't like Dragon Ball Z? No, see, exactly. Exactly. I'm, that's, that's your, I mean, I don't know if you were joking or not, but you are 100% accurate. Oh, no, it's absolutely a Dragon Ball ripoff. I mean, there's no, there's <laughs> zero doubt. So I'm okay. And it's an extremely blatant rip. Yeah, and I'm okay with that not being in this game. Something that I'm not okay with um, being absent, and I can't blame them because it was developed later. Holy shit! Do I need the spin dash from Sonic Two? Like, uh-huh. oh my uh-huh. god, I need that spin dash. Like, I can't tell you how many times I hit down and B, and it's like, oh. Oh, and I just jumped. Okay, cool. Looks like he's in an elementary school earthquake. Yes, Dr. <laughs> Cover. You got it. So I really, really missed the spin dash. Like, I, I had no idea how much I relied on that in other Sonic games yeah. until I replayed this game. Because hmm. are the Chaos Emeralds, they're that world's version of the Infinity Gems? I do not know. <laughs> I do not know. Because they seem to be the crux of, like, all the Sonic games, and I don't really understand them. It always bothered me, even as a kid, that they're emeralds, but they're not. They're all they're different colors. Yeah, I know. It's just like, come on, you're killing me. Because I wonder, it, it's probably like the emeralds don't have to be green, but that's what I think of them as. I don't know why they would be different colors, but I don't know. I'm not a... Not a geologist? Yeah. <laughs> Crazy. I'm not either. I'm not a, not a, I'm not a <laughs> color rocker man. <laughs> That's what they're called. Yeah, of course. What are, what are you going to school for? Color Rocketmanism? Color, <laughs> <laughs> Color Rock Administration. <laughs> um, few other weird facts. I know that in Japan, Dr. Robotnik is Eggman. Eggman. They changed that in Sonic Adventure. So we were like, what the fuck are they talking? Eggman. And I don't understand why. I mean, other than he looks He's like an egg. egg-shaped, but... 
I don't like it as much. I don't either because Doctor Robotnik like fits in with that. Theme. It makes sense. He's yeah. a monster. He's a diabolical man. If who, like everything he did was like egg shaped, or he had like he really incorporated like an egg theme into his into his plans, but yeah, allegedly Robo- Robotnik is just better. Like period. Oh yeah, hell yeah. Uh, it kind of reminds me of Budnick a little bit. Yeah, Bobby Bobby Budnick. Yeah. Anything with a Nick at the end of it. Probably not good, right? <laughs> well, Sputnik. Good I Nick? Guess. Well, Sputnik was, I mean, depending on what side of the ocean That's you're true. on. true. <laughs> <laughs> um, I read that Dr. Robotnik uh, was originally uh, pitched as a Sega mascot. Um and I guess they decided that he was too Mario looking. Kids love like egg shaped middle aged men. They're crazy. It, it, did, it seemed like yeah, it seemed like a really weird thing where it's like we got to set ourselves apart from Nintendo. Yeah, you're right. What should we do? I don't know. Fat middle aged guy with a mustache. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's, that sounds good. Let's give him like just long skinny arms and long skinny legs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is perfect. Get that Alice kid out of here. <laughs> so they decided not to use him, but they repurposed him as Dr. Robotnik. Okay. I guess is, is Robotnik's only game like the Mean Bean Machine? That's a great question. I don't, I don't mm. know the answer to that. Probably. We'll have to play that just because it sounds – I don't think I've ever played it. We have played it. Yeah, yeah. It's just not. Oh, it's just it's, not called the same thing, okay. and it's skinned. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Let's not then. I don't think because I think that's. Uh, oh man, I'm gonna get corrected because I know I'm wrong. But it's one of the puzzle games that we played. I think it was like, I think it was like, the Kirby, Kirby's Avalanche. Oh, mm. Puyo Puyo. I think it was okay. what that's based on. I think that's what. The well, I haven't seen it on seen it on Yikes. any Genesis list in Yikes. any top twenty five. So I should have just kept my mouth shut. I know I just I just blasphemed it's, all it's over. It's one of the puzzle games we didn't like. Yeah, so that's fine. Mm. Do you have any achievements for Sonic? Um, I do have a few achievements. I've got my first one is called the One Ring. In order to unlock the One Ring, uh, you have to jump into lava. In the marble zone, while Son- while Sonic has only one ring in his possession, and you have to throw that fucker into into <laughs> Mordor. Um, my second achievement is called "In the Air Tonight," and in order to unlock "In the Air Tonight," you have to get Sonic underwater. You have to set him right next to bubbles, but not touching, and you have to watch him drown. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have any achievements, Tyler? Yeah, I've got two. I've got a lifelong bachelor, and that is where you finish a world without getting any rings. Oh, yeah, okay. And then the other is Thanos like a motherfucker, and that is collecting all of the Chaos Mm. Emeralds. Too bad this doesn't have the spin dash, um, or else... Well, let me save this for Sonic 2. A spin doctor's achievement? No, that's great, though. (laughs) You were talking about having no ring. I was thinking about a spinster. (laughs) So that would be my achievement, would be, I don't know, Liz Lemon, uh, (laughs) where you, uh, as Sonic, use the spin dash while you have no ring. (laughs) Yeah, that's pretty good. Um, I, there were a few other things that I wanted to mention, uh, that I thought were, well, at least one other thing about Sonic that I thought was interesting. And I think that this is worth bringing up because this, I think reinforces the statement that we said earlier about, or that I said earlier, um, that I feel like Super Mario World is a better crafted game. Mm -hmm. 
Um, Sonic Skid Noise uh, is just lifted from another Genesis game. Oh, really? Yeah, called Outrun. Uh, I shouldn't say Genesis game, another Sega game uh, called Outrun. And um, that says something to me. When yeah. you're when you're when you're borrowing assets from other games, that says something to me. Uh, I also Especially know, what's supposed to be your mascot like flagship game. Yeah, this is supposed to be your best, right? This yeah. is like your resume you're sending out to potential gamers. Um, another thing that I know the Sonic the 16-bit Sonic games are like notorious for pushing to like the absolute last minute and making um, wild cuts. The uh, One of the mm. reasons, actually, I heard, allegedly, that the uh, Sega opening, Sega, mm. is one-eighth of the cartridge is because they had one-eighth of the cartridge to fill because they scrapped so much else from the, from the actual game. Why? Uh, it just wasn't ready. It wasn't ready for launch. Oh. And they oh. wanted to get it out before Christmas. Man, it sounds like... Man, that's the Sonic team sounds like they just got lucky early on. How do you mean? Well, to get like, because man, well, I'll 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 lead into that for for beards and glasses, but they're they're just like Sonic is probably, in my opinion, like the franchise that's still kicking that has so far lived past its prime and man. is lopsided, and it seems like yeah. that that. Like Sega and Team Sonic can just not get their shit together to do anything right anymore. Yeah, and like you telling me that about it's the sad. early Sonic games, it's like they just got lucky, like getting the formula right in the first place. It is, it's and they've sad. been skating on that ever since. Well, and something I was thinking about when I was playing this game is I was thinking about modern day Sonic games, and I, to be fair, I have not played any modern Sonic game. Uh, I guess. I mean, I guess past Dreamcast, I might have picked something up. Mm-hmm. Um, but I haven't played anything super modern. I hear horrible things about yeah, them. Yeah, constantly, Con- constantly. I mean, that's like I do not hear any positive things about I it. I bought Sonic the Secret Rings for a dollar for the Wii. Mm-hmm. So, But now that we have like widescreen televisions, like this, was, I feel like it's like the perfect time for a 2D platforming mm. Sonic game. Yeah. Because... The limitation that I felt like in uh, playing this game was my visibility. Because Sonic, he's fast, he stays in the middle of the screen, and it's really difficult to see what's coming. Mm, and that yeah. might be part of the fun, uh, but I think it would be more fun to like have advanced notice of like planning it out. Like, okay, if I... If I Okay, I see I see a robot rabbit coming up, so I can jump on him, and then I see this platform that I can jump on, like kind of like looking ahead and planning out the course um, on the fly. Uh, I think could be a lot of fun. I didn't feel like I had that capability because of the the standard aspect ratio from mm. from the nineties. No, that's a good point, Tyler. Yes, Dave. Do you have a beard that you like to give this game? I do. I would give this. A porn stash. Oh, one porn stash. Because, like, at one point in time, the porn stash was a, a, an acceptable look. Yeah, and and was a popular a popular look for people to have. Yeah, and but you still was see it? it. You still see it persist today, and it's in a very negative light. Oh, give so, me an example of somebody who has a porn stash, like a porn mustache, not Ron, like a, not like a stash of pornography. Ron Jeremy. Ron Jeremy. So that's a porn stash. That's a porn or porn stash from Orange is the New Black. 
Yeah, I I don't think I I've seen some mm-hmm. of Oranges and New Black, but I I do not I have not seen Porn Stash. He's the the guard that has. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, the real shitbag. Yeah, yeah. I know you're talking about. So what what differentiates a Porn Stash from a regular mustache? Uh, I guess just the the size and how it sits upon the lip. I see. Yeah. So is it like so it's like one of those where it's like just on the edge. Yeah, like there's a little bit of skin between the bottom of the nose and the top of the top yeah, of the mustache. Yeah, and it doesn't like quite go the length of your of your lip. It doesn't go very far. It's just like a okay. caterpillar that's just sort of like sitting there. Okay. Just just ready to rub all just, over somebody's just body. Just ready to make yeah. you uncomfortable. Just make a little cocoon on top yeah. of the lip. Yeah. Yeah. So I feel like that's representative of the, of the Sonic franchise as a whole up to the current day. <laughs> yeah. Oh, right. Because there is so much Sonic porn out there. So, oh my God. That, that, that is not even a joke. <laughs> oh, God. Because we need to look up and put in the show notes uh, Dave the Hedgehog and Tyler the Hedgehog. I think we've done that before, but like, yeah. does DeviantArt and put in your name and the Hedgehog, and you're going to get a hit and, and it's going to be fucked up. It's going to be great. Yeah. You're going to love it. It's there a fun so game many, to play. God, there's so many people that do like their little bios about like their character in the Sonic universe and like, uh, Jeremy the Hedgehog and you'll have the crude drawing and then like blood type, O, powers, matter manipulation and can make anyone fall in love with him. (laughs) Jeremy the Hedgehog's parents died in front of him when he was a baby. That left him with the ability he wanted to be loved so badly he can make anyone fall in love with him. He tends to be depressed and loves emo music. Like It's just tons and tons of shit like that. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. The internet's I don't great, even know. It? I don't even know where this community is hiding. Like, They've got to be in like the the sex offender shanty towns, like out on the outskirts of cities. Like, I hope they're all like preteens that don't know better. <laughs> I really do, because I was amazed that like Sonic is popular with my nephew, who is like ten years old. Because uh, the last time they, they I was, have a, they have a new cartoon that is supposedly pretty good. Is it is it good? I've seen the character uh, designs for that. Like he's all like Sonic's all like tall and lanky and stuff. And and Knuckles is like the huge dumb oaf. Oh really? I didn't yeah. know Knuckles was in it. Mm-hmm. Huh? Interesting. Well, maybe that's why my nephew likes it. But I remember like he was blowing my mind because he was like. Have you ever heard of miles per hour? <laughs> and I was like, Yeah, I've heard of I've heard of miles. I'm 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 cool. I know about Sonic the Hedgehog too. I know about Ian, how Ian's son was named. Yeah. I know. <laughs> uh, and then yeah, I I played that on the Genesis, and he was like, On what? <laughs> <laughs> the first book of the Bible. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I played it with Eve and a snake. <laughs> Tyler. Yes, Dave. If you were to give this game a pair of glasses, mm-hmm. which I hope I haven't asked you already and mm-hmm. forgot, you not. What kind of glasses would you give it? I'd give it a rad pair of Ooh. of Oakleys. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the wraparound, like oh, gasoline colored Oakleys. Yeah, that t- yeah tightly wrap around your head. Yeah, can't see your eyes. Like they're all cool and like you look like you can run or drive something fast in them. Uh huh. And they're super expensive. Yeah. We didn't talk about Sonic's attitude. I and, can't believe that. And they say that you can they can deflect a bullet, but you're not gonna try it. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard of that. I've heard about like no Oakley's, yeah, yeah. Like there it's bulletproof, uh bulletproof material in there. Like you can get shot in the eye, it's just gotta bounce off. Have I ever told you the story about buying Oakley's? No. Oh man. Huh? Uh when I was a sophomore in uh, high school, the band 
the marching band, went to Hawaii. And it was probably the year that we had, strangely enough, hmm, the most kids in band. Because uh, everyone knew the band was going to Hawaii. They're like, uh, one band, please. Yes. Uh, I don't know. Drums? <laughs> Whatever. Uh, so we had a whole bunch of kids go to Hawaii. And, and for some reason, all the sophomore boys, A, highlighted their hair. Horribly themselves. Oh, yeah. So all of us went over. Just imagine, like, mm. just just imagine, like, a hundred high school boys sitting in an airplane with like leopard hair. A hundred Guy Fieri. Yeah. They're full length of the plane. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. So uh, we all get there, and it's like for some reason this small Oakley faction formed, Whoa. where it was like, you know, what we could buy here Oakleys. It was like for some reason that was like that made more. Sense to buy them in Hawaii than it did at like Sunglasses Hut at the Man, mall. Man, th- that this is one hundred percent the Guy Fieri starter kit. <laughs> you go, you go at like Hawaiian shirt in Hawaii, yeah. Oakleys, wear them on the back of your yeah. head. Get your yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Hair. Here's here's my defense. It was nineteen ninety six. So I mean, as far as like ahead of the curve of Guy Fieri, I mean, you, you want to think on. you're a girl, you have your checklist, you have to follow. Yeah, we beat him by like a decade. So that guy is <laughs> just fucking posing on us so yes a contingent of us um did you beat him or he just never left that's right <laughs> we created him in hawaii we didn't realize it that's one of the kids that got left behind <laughs> and that's how he's exacting his revenge on the world he's like yeah here i come i'm guy fieri <laughs> i'm coming at you he like hung from the he hung from the uh bottom of the airplane like there's like as the landing gears retracting into the plane, he's hanging on like the a gremlin. gremlin who gets yeah. away. Yeah. yeah, I'll get you. <laughs> Leave me in Hawaii. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we all bought Oakleys. <laughs> yeah, that's us. So we came. We went there with like spotted leopard hair. We came back with spotted leopard hair roots and Oakley sunglasses. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. It, yeah. Was pretty, it was pretty cool. Yeah, that was like one of the times in my life where I've heard um, a black person say, I don't understand white people. (laughs) 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 Yeah, literally, literally someone told me that. And like at the time I was like, I don't know what you mean. But now I'm like, yeah, I get it. (laughs) I get what what you're saying. That was weird. (laughs) Yo, man, I don't know what you mean. (laughs) Oh. So, nah, yeah, yep, that's, that's my 90s Oakley story. It's good, good. You're welcome. <laughs> we didn't talk about Sonic's attitude. It's, he's uh, the Spider Man ish type, like, <laughs> I guess. Always has a, tries to have like a witty retort and attitude about everything. We didn't talk about Jaleel White. <laughs> Is he the, was he the voice of Sonic? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh man. yeah. You don't remember that? <laughs> no. Yeah. Chili dogs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was him, man. Although he talked a lot more like Stefan than he did Steven. Oh, of course. Sonic's a cool, yeah. he's a cool character. He's yeah. Cool, I want to say he's a cool cat. He's a cool hedgehog. Yeah. Man, I didn't know that you didn't know that. I did not now know that. Now you got to watch, rewatch all of it. I do. And <laughs> Family Matters. I need to, I need to brush yeah. up on... On Julia White first. Yeah. Did you, you knew that Sonic's favorite food was chili Chili dogs. Ago, right? You knew that, right? <laughs> I mean, I knew like Sonic and Blake yeah. Woods had a lot in common. Yeah. But I didn't know it yeah. went so close as chili dogs. <laughs> so, yeah. 
Maybe maybe Sonic is like maybe Guy Fieri's a Pokemon and Sonic the Hedgehog is like his evolution. <laughs> <laughs> Sonic the Hedgehog is actually like a grim glimpse at the future and we yeah, just don't know it. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Yeah, got any other questions? Um I would like to know something, Tyler. Right, one right. question. One all more right. question left yeah. for you. Uh, and that is I want to know how much you think this game is on Amazon. I feel like Sonic 2 is going to be cheaper than Sonic 1. Sonic 1 might some early Genesis it wasn't like as big as Sonic 2, so I think don't think it's going to be dirt cheap. Before Phil Collins left and did his own thing. Oh. So yeah. <laughs> uh I'm going to say $13. $13. Respectable guess. Tyler, actual retail value of Sonic the Hedgehog used on Amazon at the time of this recording is $5.15. Way overshot it there. I think that is worth it. I think that if the opportunity is there, which it obviously is, I think $5.15 is a fair Mm -hmm. price to pay for this game. Um, Because it's not only is it a good game, I don't, uh, so, yeah, I'd like to go ahead and say that. If you haven't played this game, play it. It's important, mm-hmm. and it's fun. Um, I don't think it is the best Sonic game, No, but I do think it is definitely worth playing. But it's worth spending $5 on and then sending that to us. Thank you, Michael H. Yes, thank you very much. I hope he sent us that. I'm pretty sure it was him. I think so. Okay. I think so. I'm not going to go on the record and say 100%. <laughs> Yeah, anything else to say about Sonic? You're pretty good. I'm pretty good. Yeah, I feel like we covered it. Uh, do you want to take? We could take a call or two if you want. Yeah, let's do that. Got anything to say while I dig through our messages? We got a lot. Mm. My favorite part of Sonic, because I say I love Sonic Adventure, I never got a hundred percent completion because you'll go through the majority of the game as Sonic, and then you'll spend smaller chapter by chapter like. Sonic might have 10 levels you go through. Then you'll place through his Tails. Tails has like eight levels. And then Knuckles will have like six levels. And then it goes down lower, lower, and lower until you get one of the last ones is Big the Cat. Big the Cat? Big the Cat. And he's just a big purple cat. And his levels are so... He's a, he's a character that you play as? Uh-huh, yep. Man, you knew this is a good game? Except for this part. Okay. Except for this part. This part is so... So terrible. He's just a big dumb cat who likes to fish. And he has a <laughs> I didn't know where you you held yeah. on to that out for a long time. He's just a big dumb cat who loves to f- fish <laughs> with his pet frog. So he has like a few stages where you just try to catch his pet frog. And it's the most frustrating, tedious shit. Like I could never get through all of his stages. What's I his name again? Big, big the cat. Big the cat. Do you, how cool would it be? I work at a print shop. I can make this happen. I can get you business cards, black business cards <laughs> that say, "I'm Big the Cat, and I'm here to fuck." <laughs> <laughs> all right. Yeah. <laughs> Done. Business cards. Get them on a shirt. <laughs> uh, question for you: Since you brought up Big the Cat, who is your favorite Sonic character? Tails. Tails. Me too. I was I saw Knuckles when I was younger, but now I, as a man, I appreciate Tails more. I've always been a Tails fan, mm-hmm. and I think it's because a foxes are awesome, and b he could fly. Yeah, and he's immortal. Yeah, well, yeah, they're all <laughs> immortal though, right? I mean, you actively just see 
Tails eat oh, right. it constantly. Yeah. He just flies right back to you. Yeah, Tails is the Yoshi of, uh, of the Sonic universe. <laughs> All right, here we go. Here is a text message from 412 who says, I'd like to be on the show to cross-promote my gaming podcast. I never called in or tweeted. However, I know you won't be disappointed. Thanks. All right. You got to get to know us. Yeah, I think that's probably a good. Yeah. That's probably a, a great piece of advice cuz yeah. we've had people on the show before who uh weren't friends of ours before we started the show. Yeah. Sure. Um most of them have been friends of ours for a long time, but there are f- several that we made friends with because of the show. Yeah. So yeah, I think that's a really good response. Yeah, get to know us and then uh if we like you, which it seems like we probably will because you used um, an all caps word in there and I do that a lot. <laughs> um then uh yeah, we'll have you on. Let's see. Here is a call. And Tyler, since this is a new board, if you wouldn't mind confirming to me that this shows up in the waveform, I would really appreciate it. Okay. This is a call from 757. What's up, Tad Pog? It's your beloved Pretty Adam. Good. Long time no call. I uh, was gone for about four days at uh, MagFest in uh, okay. the Harbor Bay area of Maryland. I don't know what it's called. It's in, it's in freaking Maryland, mm-hmm. Washington, D.C. area. Um, it's music and gaming festival, so I was out there hanging out for the week, uh, picked up some good stuff there, uh, picked up a really nice copy of Mega Man X3, and, uh, thought about you guys and went back and listened to that episode and, uh, made me so glad that I paid all that money for it. Yeah, it's expensive. um, That's a rare one. I just got finished getting blazed off of your, uh, Sky Blazer review. Uh, or episode, 420 Blazer? Kind of a review, actually. This is, I was digging this episode because there's a lot of video game talking. Not that I don't enjoy the all the gooters and the rest, but, Who uh, I, you know, <laughs> one of the few callers that actually calls to talk about video games, I really enjoyed it. And I, I enjoyed Skyblazer, but, um, just one thing that I want to throw out there in case you guys didn't already know, I think somewhere you talked about how it was Sony, the company that made this game. What I think is interesting that as a Super Nintendo game, if you go into the, I think it's the password screen or level select screen or, or so, I think it's password. That makes the most sense. I think it's a four character password, um, to get to the level that you want to go to. Go back and look at that password screen and see if you notice anything. The, the four symbols for the password are square, circle, triangle, and X. And that, to me, stands out because that's the buttons on the PlayStation controllers and has been since PS1. And the PS1 wasn't even a thing yet. So uh, I thought that that was pretty interesting that I don't know what the history behind those four shapes are or if that has any correlation, but I I have to imagine it does. So uh, maybe you guys could do a little bit of research. (laughs) Dave reads from Wikipedia about the symbols on the PlayStation 1 controller and you know, look into it. So that'd be kind of cool. I, I, you know, I'd sit down and watch that. And uh just want to throw that out there to you guys, see if you thought it was as interesting as I did. And uh, uh I'll be calling again soon as I move on to the next episode so I can catch up to you guys. Love you so much, and I'll talk to you soon. We love you too, Adam. Thank you, Adam. Thank you for calling. Um Yeah, that's a really good observation. Uh, do you remember when uh PlayStation's logo, or was it Sony's, uh, when they use the the triangle, circle, square, X um, instead of the letters. Oh, yeah, that was an early PlayStation. Uh-huh. Uh, I don't know where those come from. Maybe, maybe, yeah, maybe when we do a PlayStation game, 
we can do a, a, a Dave Reese Wikipedia on something like that. Sounds good. Because I don't know. I was. It's weird. I was thinking the other day, just recently, because I've been playing Sonic, you know, and um, I. For the record, I do not like the Genesis controller. I do not like. Oh yeah, no. no I no, do no, not no. like the controller with three buttons. The six button controller. All right, I can get behind a six button controller because like that's great for fighting games, right? Mm-hmm. Like Street Fighter. I want. I want a controller. If I don't have a joystick, if I don't have a, if I don't have like a a, a control panel, uh, what I want is just six buttons, just six face buttons. I don't want to deal with shoulder buttons or any of that. I want six just right there on the face of the controller. Um, but the three on the standard Genesis controller, man, I do not like that. I'm so glad that the Super Nintendo developed the controller that they did, which has essentially become the standard today. Yeah. It's just been like built upon because it's like, oh yeah, yeah. Well, let's look at the let's look at the uh, PlayStation controller. All right, D pad. Well, we added some sticks. Those are a new thing. We got four buttons that are kind of configured in the same way. We do have shoulder buttons, and then we just added a, two more shoulder buttons mm-hmm. back behind there. Little grips you'd hold on to. Yeah, yeah right. I just think it's interesting that it, like, <laughs> like I feel like a kid today. You could hand them a current gen controller. And then hand them a Super Nintendo controller, and they would be like, yeah, okay, I see where this came from this. Yeah. I get it. Yeah, true. Um, where it's like... Better modern-day controller, and then like the Atari joystick. Right, yeah, exactly. <laughs> or like uh, the the Pong dial. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't, yeah, I'm not getting this. All right, Adam, thanks for calling, man. Yeah, we take one more. One more. One more? All right, here we go. One more. This is from 731. It's like a 15-second call. And Google Translate just decided to take a big old shit, so I have no idea what it's about. Ow. Tadpog Nation, St. Zach here. St. Zach. First time I've ever been out of the country. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> and we never saw St. Zach again. Nope. First time I've been out of the country, and I'm kidnapped by men <laughs> with black bags over their head. <laughs> cool. Great. Do you want to take, you want to, he called back. Do you want to get to that? No. Cliffhanger. Yep. So wait, maybe he didn't call back. I don't know. Did he? Maybe Tune in the, next maybe time. Maybe that was the kidnappers. <laughs> yeah, so. We need to do like the next time on <laughs> Batman. We need to have... It's like, you guys, I've, the kidnappers have got me. If you meet me in the future, it is not me. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever you do, do not have a beer with the man who you see who claims to be me. <laughs> if if I say like I'm married and my wife is with me, that is like an assassin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's going to administer a drug that will kill you. In three months' time. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for listening, everybody. You can find that show on iTunes, SoundCloud, or Stitcher. So don't miss the next episode. I don't think we've really decided yet. We'll be talking about Napster. Yeah, okay. That works. (laughs) Uh, I was actually hoping that we could talk about um, the Shower With Your Dad simulator. All right, perfect. <laughs> I'm all for that? it. Yeah. All right. Shower With Your Dad simulator. We're on it. 2015, I think, is the the version (laughs) of that. So, um, please tune in for that if you're in a showering with your dad. So, like we all are. And please, if you like the show, iTunes is still the biggest marketplace. So, we need those five star iTunes reviews. So, please go to iTunes, find Tadpog in the iTunes store, subscribe, give us a five star rating, write a review. So, if there's a game you want us to play, a guest host you want on the show, you want to make a Patreon request, include that in your five star written review. And we promise we will get to that eventually. eventually. 
Don't worry, guys. Like Tyler said, we're going to be back. We're going to be talking about showering with our dads, more than likely. Uh, in the meantime, you can always find us on tadpog.com. That's where the show notes live. Hey, do you want to link to that arcade sushi uh, link? You want to link to that page where I got all that information from, which may or may not be correct because they did not cite anything. Uh, that'll be on the show notes. Check it out. Uh, you want to see? Um, <laughs> you want to? You want a quick link to buy Pluto Nash on Amazon? That'll be in the show notes. <laughs> Why not? Sure. Uh, you can also find us on Facebook. We are at facebook.com/tadpog. There's a lot of cool people there doing a lot of cool shit. Thank you guys very much for uh, leaving comments uh, on our episode post because that uh, lets me know when I've messed up or when we've messed up, and then we can have a we done goofed, and we can apologize for our grievous oversights. <laughs> uh, you can find us on Twitter. We are at tadpog underscore podcast. It's cumbersome, I realize. Uh, but still, thanks for hanging in there with us uh, and retweeting us. Uh, we really appreciate um, everybody who retweets us, especially our episode announcements, because that, that helps spread the word. Uh, you can call us if you want. If you'd like uh, us to play with your voicemail or your text message, uh, just send those in to 270-883-2555. Uh, the last little bit for me, uh, we do have a Patreon uh, and believe it or not, there are people who uh, enjoy the show enough that they uh, donate money to mm-hmm. us, uh, which is an amazing thing. And I really do appreciate that. That's very kind of you. That's a 100% voluntary thing. Uh, this show is free, uh, but we do uh, like to uh, reward those who donate to us. So we record uh, Patreon exclusive bonus episodes. We've got one that's going to be coming up soon. Uh, it's in the works. We're going to be recording that with, I don't really guess I really want to give it away until we actually get it in the books. Uh, but it's going to be, uh, some, some people that you haven't heard from in a while, uh, that we love. So looking forward to that. Uh, if you want to get in on that action, uh, you can visit us at patreon.com slash tadpog. Uh, see if you want to send us things, it's the quickest way to get us to do games. Cause you know, we got Sonic the Hedgehog again. Yeah. I just want to do it. So if there's something you want us to try on the game you want us to play, something you want us to try, be it disgusting ranch-flavored soda, <laughs> uh, please send that to Tadpog Studios, care of Nicole Nance, P.O. Box 3785, Paducah, Kentucky, 42002. I heard uh, Sandwich Pope Phil was inspired by Arch Pinball Archmage's most recent package, and he's sending us a box full of Mexican snack treats. Awesome. That probably n- probably not because what made him think of it uh, was the awful granular uh, fruit roll-up spoons yeah. that Chris sent us. Mm. So mm. I wouldn't get your hopes up. Uh, we also have an Instagram tadpog underscore podcast. Right, follow right. us there. See when people send us stuff or anything from the episode. I'll try to post something about it there. Our theme song is Moves by Sigmar Drive. Mm-hmm. Into that track, you can find the show notes at tidepark.com. Yes. Dave. Yes, Tyler. How would you like to close this out? I would like to close this out as Big the Cat. Okay. Um, played by Eddie Murphy. All right. So until next time. Get my corn! So that was pretty much. It's just kind of like, that's pretty much a donkey from both of us, right? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> or you. I don't know what I did. <laughs> <laughs>
immediately stained your table. Pink. <laughs> that's cool. I like pink. So that's a scary thought that I'm putting that in my body. <laughs> Where it's like, yeah, cool. This was on there for like, I don't know, 20 seconds. And it's just pink now. <laughs> The scientists and R and D were like, "Ah, uh, everyone, pink inside doesn't matter. Everyone know. <laughs> yeah. No, it's fine. Why are we making a blue version? Shut up!" <laughs> <laughs> oh, 